Welcome to a brand new episode of Tale Talk. This is Casey. And this is Chris. We're episode 208, which is just astonishing every time we go up in number. <laughs> Wait, we're like the mid 200s. Oh my gosh. 300. Oh, just okay. insane. Oh yeah. Um, but before we get into what's going on this week and our geeking out and the geek news, uh, we want to pay some respect to comedy legend Norm MacDonald. Um, he passed away last week. Uh, you know, I guess out of nowhere, I didn't really hear anything or, you know, I guess it was a battle with cancer. Um, yeah, a private battle for nine years. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You and I have grown up with him on SNL and his movies and just appearances in movies and stuff. So, um, yeah, this is, this is hard, uh, to hear this. Um, so yeah, I just kind of want to give a moment of, uh, reflection here and silence for him. Okay. So yeah, Norm Macdonald, you will definitely be missed. Um, had to watch some dirty work in, uh, yeah. in some, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> As a thing, Bob Dole sketches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, in other news, though, Chris, like what, um, what's been going on? What are you geeking out on right now? Oh man, changes week to week. Um, this this past couple of weeks, my wife and I, my wife wanted to watch a new animated series. So we haven't watched Avatar the Airbender yet. So we started that. Uh, I've also went back and started watching Star Trek Deep Space Nine again. That's kind of like my forever, forever show. I just keep going back and stopping and watching it. So and then I don't know, man, I just I've been playing a lot of mobile games, <laughs> honestly. So, really? Yeah, I have. I've been playing. <clears throat> I've been playing that DC game for a while you know that's mm. like that star wars galaxy heroes yeah, yeah so i'm like really deep into that now and past <laughs> the point where the game caters to you <laughs> and will give you like pieces and shards you need and it's just it's like reap the rewards you know after yeah. after paying and playing so um you can you can play these other games to get gems in those game and in, in those kind of games so i i downloaded that star trek fleet commander game oh geez. yeah that's that's been just as well that's and you know how like the the dz game it'll it'll stop you because you you did everything for a while yeah these other games are kind of they don't stop you can always find something to do so it's it's very bad for ocd that's that's just too much man (laughs) oh boy oh good times okay yeah no i i'm sure i just oh boy (laughs) um deep awesome (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I, I did you watch more? But I've been binging that new He Man in the Masters of the Universe trailer. We watched <laughs> or, two uh, episodes. Yeah. yeah, loved it. Yeah, um, it's it's hard for me to say this, but it's really good. Like, I guess it's not hard for me to say, but yeah, why? <laughs> I'm trying. Well, you know what it is. Is like I'm almost comparing it to the other one, and. I kind of slightly like it a little bit better. And I think that's what's hard for me. Better to say. than the 80s one? Better than the one that just came out from Kevin Smith. Oh, really? That's interesting, too. Yeah, because I think what it is, is it's so different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I really like all the power things. I liked how they changed the origin and everything like that. Um yeah. 
and it gets better. Like as you'll watch, like you haven't even seen all of them power up other than in the trailer. Like when they get all the like weapons of Eternia, it's like, oh damn, okay. So it's uh, it's good. It's just Stop real good. Excuses that you enjoyed it because you know, as I love the first two episodes. I was pleasantly surprised, and the animation kicked my my eyeballs. So yeah, I loved it. So yeah, guys, few and we're in the minority of things a lot of time of liking things, but online the Motu groups, a lot of people are watching with their kids, and they're like, you know, this is really good. So yeah, I remember when you sent me those uh, reactions from people, all kind of bowing their heads down, like, no, this is this is good because it looked like shit. You know, the toys look like shit, and um, so that Shiro show. Right, right. But yeah, this is uh, this gives me more vibes to the 80s one than the other one does because it's so kitty, but yes, in a good way. Um, So anyway, yeah, I've been enjoying it. And uh, let's get into Marvel news, though. So Marvel released four new dates um, in 2024. Uh, Don't really know what these are. Uh, you know, there's a February, May, July, November. Um, I guess really at this point, uh, you know, it's guesses because 2023, we've got Animan, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, Guardians Volume 3. I believe Black Panther 2 was pushed out to then as well, possibly. So 2023 is already packed. I guess this is speculation. Do you want to fill in any of these blanks? Any thoughts? I don't because I'm pretty sure these are announced movies already. I like Fantastic Four. Did they even have a date originally when no. they announced it? Right. Blade. Right. Well, is Blade even part of this? Remember, it's not even part of phase of, of this phase. It was going to be pushed to phase five or whatever. So. Well, we don't know if 2024 isn't phase five. We don't even know if it's not the end of four. You right. know, that's no. the thing. It's like, no. does Fantastic Four end phase four? Um, I think so. And phase five is X-Men and and weird stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, absolutely. I think these I'm, I'm could sure be Captain America. Yeah, no, exactly. If they announce that Anthony Mackie movie, there you go. I mean, those these are kind of just like, oh, well, don't over speculate. You know, you know, guys, it's just, yeah, get ready for 2024. Rocking. <laughs> um, Andy Circus said that Venom will be meeting Spider-Man. It's not an if it's a but when, uh, you know, I don't know what to say other than we'll see how this next movie does because it's got to make money in order for that to happen. But it makes sense to bring Venom over somehow. What do you think? I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something in this new Spider-Man movie, something that ties it into the into this um, into the Sony world. I I mean, they've been doing on the other side. Uh, Michael Keaton shows up in Morbius, right? So they're. They're playing nice in the sandbox. They have been since that little fight they had well, yeah. now, a couple of years ago. And yeah. Renegotiated everything like they should because it'd be ridiculous to not team up. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, it's true. I have a feeling we might see a hint of Venom in this movie in December. I would say maybe. I think we would more likely see... Um, a hint of Spider-Man and Venom. Well, I, yeah, I expect that completely. Like at the end, at this point, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what's going on with that. But 
all all Spider Man's good Spider Man. This just dropped uh, yeah, right just, as we were. This. <laughs> yeah, literally, we're right while we were talking. Um, Hit Monkey put out a trailer. This is the next Hulu uh, Marvel show along with Modoc. They were also supposed to do uh, Howard the Duck, and then you know all that ended. So. This Hit Monkey trailer looks a little bit along the lines of like Archer in that animation style. Um, okay. And obviously it's going to be really tongue in cheek. He comes from uh, Deadpool. So am I excited about this? I don't know. I don't really know anything about this character. Will I check it out? At least enough to just say I saw this thing. Yeah, no, I I think Hit Monkey is, is a popular enough character in the weird side of Marvel. This show... I wanted to watch this show since it got announced. I'm kind of sad that whole universe fell apart, but mm-hmm. you know, at least we get this. I enjoyed what I watched of Modoc. I didn't finish it, so uh, this this looks more up my alley than than you know the Modoc family show. Right. Um, speaking of things that are definitely up my alley, mm-hmm. um, this is we got a trailer for Hawkeye. Um, very much looking like the David Aha and um, Matt Fraction uh, run, and you know Haley Steinfeld as um, what's her name, Kate Bishop. Count me in. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a really fun trailer. It was uh, just I. It'll be interesting to see how how popular the show is because it's such a street level show, and I'm ready for more of that. So please, all of especially since the Echo movie comes out of this this show there's all these rumors of kingpin come on let's just i just want to watch it and if they do tie in these these netflix shows somehow i don't care how you do it it would just it would make my day that would definitely make my day kingpin showing up game over yep that'd be great uh mark millar states that uh a live action marvel zombie project is in the works um this is a rumor in my opinion you know, that episode was really popular on what yeah. if uh, the comic was popular at the time when it premiered. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Why is Mark Millar saying that? Did he do Marvel Zombies? Yeah, he did the first one. Oh, and okay. then Robert Kirkman. Uh, okay. Second one, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I honestly, man, I could see them doing something on Disney Plus again. I could see them doing something basic but i don't see this ever going to the big screen if if anything um Mm -hmm. it'd be like let's put out something for the halloween time next year or something you know yeah so yeah maybe they'll do something along those lines um we'll see and then uh finally over at the playstation uh what do you call it event uh, showcasing new games. Blow your face off. <laughs> yeah, they show two from Insomniac, uh, Spider-Man Two, uh, which we heard Craven saw Venom is going to be a part of that. Don't know if they're all going to be playable characters or what that's going to look like, but that looks exciting. And then we also got a tease at a yeah. Wolverine show or a uh, video game. So, what do you think of those? Uh, first, Tony Todd is Venom. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all in yeah i'm all in um yeah if it's they said spider-man 2 is bigger than spider-man 1 Whew, okay 
Yeah. Can't wait to lose a whole year of my life. Um, what do you do? Go to Long Island? I mean, right. like the whole map All is state. New York. Yeah, right? The Catskills? Like, I don't understand when they say those sort of things. Like, they expanded. It's like, how much could you go? Like, you you did it. But whatever. The subway system? I don't Maybe. Know Maybe. <laughs> um, and then that Wolverine, man. I uh, More Wolverine is good Wolverine in my book. Uh, That's right. So I'm not... I'm I a lot of people are like, oh, I hope Insomniac's not building an MCU. I hope that uh, Insomniac is building an MCU. So. Who would say they don't want to see that? Oh, you know, there's people out people there. who don't like video games or comics. I or mean, life. Like, there's life. life period. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just stuff. Just stuff. All right, let's go. Let's get across the pond here. Let's um, do it. See what's I'm, going on. I'm excited, man. They they listen to me, Casey, I think, um, you know, the people over at Warner Brothers and, and HBO Max. When I Obviously. said the Batman needs to be on HBO Max and all of a sudden we're getting a plethora of Batman stuff on HBO Max. So you're welcome. Um, anyways, the Penguin apparently, um, what is it? Colin uh, Farrell's The Penguin appears yeah. briefly in the three hour The Batman movie quote-unquote three hours that's how long the first cut is but uh i was surprised by that 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 fact to begin with um but this is actually an interesting kind of um change of events that the penguin would be getting his own hbo max series um sure um i always wanted the dude from gotham to have his own show after his insane portrayal of the penguin but um, nobody else likes that show besides us. Um, but I, you know, I don't know what this would look like. We're getting a GCPD show that's taking place in year one prior to the Batman movie. Uh, is does Batgirl tie into this universe as a movie? What else is coming? This is this is all kind of very exciting for me. Yeah, it's curious with timelines and everything. You know, you got bird of birds. Uh not birds of prey, but literal black canary. You know what I mean? Like, where does it all fit in? Because you have an opportunity at this point to make a full TV universe that could even have ties to things like Doom Patrol or Titans, etc. And I doubt Titans is going to deal with the Reeves verse. You can just call it another Earth. That's fine. But at least in the Reeves world that he's creating here, I hope everything's in a similar timeline. Yeah, absolutely. I, it's just even if, even if you want to keep doing these others, like you said, and you want to keep this kind of just in a narrow, I guess, th- view of view of things. I, mm-hmm. I'd accept it either way. Yeah. Um, the whole the whole black canary thing. I would I would like to see something like that happen. But then they're like, oh well, it's Earth too. Well, do you not connect it somehow? Maybe you put the Earth two version of Black Canary in that movie played by uh what's her name you know what i mean so there's a lot of different options here to make fans happy and to kind of tie your worlds together even if you're using different earths so i'd like to see them <clears throat> do some big fan service here but we will see we will see speaking of fan service um and justice we got our first trailer for the animated movie i think it's coming out later this year right and it's yeah. actually rated r so they're they're continuing this this there's these good decisions to make uh, their animated movies rated R and, and adult and, and fun for us. I would um, 
Yeah, I'm into it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's a story that deserves to be rated R. You can't see uh, Superman punching through the Joker, you know, PG-13. So, yeah, <laughs> bring that on. Absolutely. Uh, we also have a casting for the the Dark Knight podcast. It's on Spotify. It's called Batman Unburied. It's written by David S. Goyer. Uh, so we picked up the Riddler for this, and it's Hassan Minaj. I believe that's how you say his name. We're always so good at names here. But um, this is this is interesting because we have the one going to HBO Max mm-hmm. exclusively. We have these ones going to Spotify. A lot of a lot of new media out there. Yeah, I um, you know I'll check it out. It sounds interesting enough, and yeah, David S. Goyer is behind it. Uh, so yeah, sure, I'll check it out. Exactly. Uh, and then last up at DC News, Batman Tabletop RPG uh, by Monolith Games. It's going to be called Batman's Gotham City Chronicles, the role-playing game. So this is what? Is this a miniature game? I don't think this is a miniature game. I think yeah. this is like, this has got a source book and stuff. I think this is a straight-up RPG. This is a, yeah, you're right. This is a spinoff of Monolith's popular tabletop miniatures game of the same name. Okay. Yeah. So this is a mm, pen and paper game. Interesting. Yep. More of them. <laughs> More of them for us to take a look at, it looks like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. No, no, no. Why are you doing this to me? Right. <laughs> You're going to take my favorite. You know, this is just ridiculous. So we'll see. I don't think it's uh, come out yet. It's going to do a Kickstarter. Um, oh, cool. And, you know, most likely I will be buying it <laughs> as you build your endless library of RPG games. Just a, just a massive library, dude. Yeah, <laughs> sure. What, what world do you want to pretend to be in? I have. Your I know I've got right every role playing book for you. Jeez. <laughs> um, anyway. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Let's jump over that galaxy far, far away because uh, the PlayStation showcase is the first trailer that I saw. Uh, revealed and it was the remake for Knights of the Old Republic. It's about time, honestly. We haven't gotten really a good port. We've besides those crappy ones, and this has been rumored for so long. What do you think? You never play the originals? Yeah. So I mean, like that's that's just it, right? I've never played them before. Um, I got excited by seeing that little teaser. I've I'll say this: I've started playing it, but I had it on my iPad. Yeah. And just the controls just annoyed me. So it sounds like my my prayers have been answered and Papa Lucas is going to grace me with a, a remake of it. And it's going to be, according to what they said, like HD, like, you know, all the way from top to bottom, because usually Aspire just does ports like that's what they're known for. Like they did the pod racing game and they did Jedi right. Knight and that stuff. So it's that company. Um, who usually ports things over to consoles, but they said this is going to be a full-on, you know, remake, and that has me excited. Yeah, that's that's huge. I that game is massive for that time to begin with. So uh, I wonder yeah. how much it actually yeah. is now. Like, do you know how much? How long? Like it is? how? Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Um, yeah, look it up because I don't remember. Because you know, there are at, so at many that time apps. it probably felt yeah. Well, that's the other. There's, there's so many different ways to play the game too, yeah. and it changes the way you play it. So it's, it's, it's genius. Uh, and there's a reason why, um, you know, Bioware came out of that, 
even more popular uh right. and the and then more games came in lieu of that but 30 30 hours you could do yeah. extras 36 yeah so good game that's a good long game yeah, at that good. time um not like you know growing old in assassin's creed valhalla but you know <laughs> uh yeah. next up uh i you know i have really no interest in these kind of games but i'm glad there's games out there for everybody especially set in the star wars world uh star wars hunters looks to me very fortnite like uh but the, the trailer was fun and i know kids love these kind of games and i can't wait to watch my nephews play it so i can't wait to you tell me how your nephews enjoyed it because i will i will play it to just see what it's like uh and then get frustrated like i always do with these kind of games and just rage quit so right right <laughs> i'm sure i'll get dragged into it you know? yeah not kicking and screaming but it's yeah <laughs> uh what is what is this quant quantic dream game there's another oh man more star wars rumored games so this is a little bit different so it's the company that's behind detroit almost human and uh heavy rain apparently they've been working on a game for 18 months so how ever long this has been put you know been hidden um so we will see what this ends up being you know is it actually coming out uh is it just a rumor we don't really know but um that company makes really you know story driven single player experiences which is something the the players have been asking for for years for star wars so um at, right now take it as a rumor but could be a pretty awesome rumor if it comes through yeah the minute that we learned that ea was not going to have the quote-unquote master license anymore oh, it was yeah. the best thing that ever happened to us and so <laughs> let, let these As star companies. wars fans right yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> or in general yeah i mean once but, just in life you know, just greatest thing <laughs> just get, get your property back from ea and be happy um yeah. no i am um, i I am so excited because I I just want to see what what other companies can really come up with. Um, I'm going to go back because EA didn't do shit in eight years, really, besides a couple of games. So, um, anyways, excited, excited nonetheless. Um, next up, we've learned that Lawrence Kasdan uh, said he's done with Star Wars movies, but he's going to be doing a uh, uh, docu series about the the maker George Lucas. So this is this is cool. I love. I'd love to see behind the scenes uh, stuff like this. It's going to be a six-episode docuseries focusing on Lucas and ILM, giving uh, fans the behind-the-scenes story of Lucasfilm and George Lucas himself. This is this is great. I can't wait to watch this, honestly. I don't know where it's going to land. They say maybe Disney+. Plus. It would make sense, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean... You think it would like they'll buy yeah. the rights to it. And according to the composer, James Newton Powered, it's done. Like he said, he composed it. It's pretty much a locked thing. So hopefully we see it 2022. Heck yeah. And I'll so take, this one. take this. Yeah. Yeah. The... Yeah. So here in Rochester, New York, um, the 501st has a big presence as far as like helping out the community. And um, they decided to make a fan film uh, called Tomorrow and Tomorrow. It's going to be launching soon. We'll keep the teaser um, in the in the show notes for tonight for today. 
and then when it actually drops, um, we'll end up keeping the uh, the link in there. But what they're doing is taking any money that the fan film raises and donating it uh, right to Make-A-Wish Foundation, which they're heavily involved with here in upstate New York. So thought this is kind of cool. It's all shot here in Rochester, just with local people. And um, it looks pretty decent. It's got some good music. And we'll see what the full fan film uh, ends up looking like. That sounds amazing. I, uh, I'll be checking that trailer out right after this show. And, you know, guys, it's whenever you see the 501st, it's always a good good cause. And I think that's just one of the best organizations that has ever happened in, in this world. You know, For sure. fandom, fandom uniting and helping out, you know, those who need it. It's just it's great. And when they all come together, it's celebration. It's it's. It's quite epic. a sight to be seen. <laughs> yeah. It really, really so, is. It's just epic. Awesome. Uh, let's let's jump to our first commercial. Do you remember Conan or Nintendo, Chris? Yeah. Oh my gosh. What about Earthworm Jim for the Nintendo 64? One of my favorites. Don't you wish you had it? I do. I really do sometimes. Okay. But what about some of those old games that you had and you're maybe just kind of looking to clean out your collection and make a little cash. Would I be able to trade them for anything? Well, I've got the answer for you. Ridley's Gaming Realm is your one-stop shop for great gaming discussion, as well as the place for retro buying, selling, and trading without the fees and dramas of the other selling sites. Really? No drama? <laughs> well, you know, we try to avoid the drama. Oh. So they pride themselves on having over a year of zero reported scams. You can find them on Facebook. Just search Ridley's Gaming Realm. That's Ridley's, R-I-D-L-E-Y-S. Or click on the link in the show description. Is that Ridley, like, from Metroid? (laughs) And uh, make sure to tell them that D-Fat sent you. DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. We are back from those commercials with more Twilight Talk. And let's jump into comic news. First up from Marvel, uh, there's going to be a new Conan series from Jason Aaron. Uh, it's going to be King Conan. So get ready for that uh, with artist Muhad, uh, I'm sorry, Mahmud As- Asrar and color artist Matt Wilson. Uh, they're all returning to the Conan the Barbarian saga this December, like I said, with King Conan. What do you think? Have you read any of the, uh, the Jason Aaron Conan books? No, I haven't. Not either. Um, want to should <laughs> i just haven't yeah it's just so many i finally caught up on uh what was it dart um death metal finally right so right. you know i'm just making my way through <laughs> that's all right that's all right we'll make your way back because um these there's been a lot of really neat auctions in the geek world from video games to comics and more but uh amazing amazing fantasy number 15 uh, just Jeez. sold for $3.6 million. Uh, it was graded at CGC as a 9.6, which is pretty amazing for a comic that old. Yeah, who who kept that? That's always my question. <clears throat> when I see In this that stuff. way. Mm-hmm. 
Jeez. Genius people. That's who. Yeah, that's that's who. <laughs> I um it's always I uh, just like how did you, you you don't see these issues of comics. I mean, as you get back to like the forties with Batman and Superman and stuff like that, that gets really difficult. The sixties though, I mean that's still that's still sixty something years ago. And mm-hmm. it's amazing that somebody kept something that long. I mean, I kept the Shaq rookie card in mid condition for twenty years in a card <laughs> car protector so <laughs> yeah and i'm sure it's been paying dividends since <laughs> it has it has uh <laughs> over in the dc news a bunch of uh a bunch of new books were announced for december uh in this in this solicitation so let me just go through this uh world krypton we're getting a superman origin story uh robert venditti is attached with artist michael evan omeng uh from powers uh so that that's pretty cool for me. I, I like I like Krypton stories, and I like Robert Venditti and sci-fi. So I'm I'm in. Yeah, uh, Venditti. Yeah. We love Venditti. So that's that's awesome. Exactly. Uh, Shadows of the Bat is going to be a new event uh, that'll be following up Fear State, and so you know they're just jumping from one thing to another. Uh, this will be more. Uh, centered around Mariko Tamaki, who's been who's been doing uh, detective comics, so she gets to tell a Batman a Batman event story, just like they're doing with the main title right now. Hmm. Interesting. Um. Yeah, I just read this. This sounds cool, actually. Uh, another bad event. I'm down. Yeah. Uh, it says in Shadows of Bat, out of the ashes of Arkham Asylum, Arkham Tower rises in Gotham City. But the tower soon falls to the inmates and Batman's allies are drawn back into the madness at the heart of Gotham and the plans of the mysterious Dr. Weir. The backup stories, meanwhile, will explore Arkham's dark history. Very cool. Very cool. So that comes out in December. Batgirls. Batgirls has been pretty popular. I remember there was a Batgirls title for Future State. Mm-hmm. So they've been they've been bringing back a lot of the characters for that. Um this is going to be more centered around Cassandra Canning, Stephanie Brown, uh, who are finally getting their own series. Uh, again, launching in December. Uh, this is by Becky Cloonan, who's been doing a really uh, kick-ass job with Michael Conrad on Wonder Woman, and also artist uh, Jorge Corona uh, from We Are Robin. Art's incredible. Art is uh, just incredible. So, yeah, this looks great. Uh, and then last up in DC Comic News, Alec Holland is returning. Uh, if you've been reading the current swamp thing run it is not the classic uh swamp thing but if you've been missing him if you've been missing the Alec Holland, there's a new black label series coming which i'm very excited for because i do love myself some black label writing well jeff lemire you didn't exactly. say that so yeah uh, that was an instant um whatever you like pre-order like instant Absolutely. <laughs> it's like no no way am i missing that uh, the series is a three-part uh, run called Green Hell, Swamp Thing Green Hell, written by, as Casey said, Jeff Lemire and artist Doug Manneke. Yeah, awesome. hell yeah. All right. So we uh, we have two things for Crowd Sorcery today. The first one I'll mention, and then I'll let you <laughs> totally <laughs> plug the second thing. Um, I think you're qualified to do that one. <laughs> Definitely. Um, Clash Returnia, we... There was the I don't even remember what the what the last Motu board game that we covered was, um, but 
it's a weird it's a weird thing because this this is called Clash Returnia. Come on is the company. Come on mm-hmm. is not able to sell in mainland Europe. So the other company did the game for that plus more. And there's like this rivalry between the two. And the games are very different from what I can see. Uh, about the same price, but it's just I'm wondering why there's always a need for two of these. <laughs> and if I had the money, would I buy both of them? Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Not yes, even for you those would, but don't, right. don't do it. <laughs> right. Not even for those mounted miniatures, you know, with He-Man and Battlecat. Yes. Skeletor and Panthora. Now there's a She-Ra expansion and she's Ooh. riding a Swift Wind. So Uh-oh. it's so crazy. <laughs> uh but you know what? Nope. No, don't do it, man. Um and then the second piece of crowd sorcery Chris alluded to is in Fairy, issues one and two, three Quantico students and their professor globe trot to stop mythical creatures from taking over. Um, it is currently funding. It's got 19 days to go. We're sitting at over 50%. We just crossed mm. it while we took that commercial break. Yay for us. And um, yeah, I mean, if you like you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Supernatural or things like National Treasure even. I mean, you're going to get a mix of uh, old school adventure and new school action <laughs> all rolled into one. So uh, please help us support the comic and um, check it out on Kickstarter in Fairy. We'll leave the link in the show notes. Just Darn right we will. Darn right we will. Uh, okay, so let's get over here to some TV news. Um, there is a True Lies TV show in the works right now. Um, okay, didn't know this. Uh, apparently, it's going to be Starro starring Shameless's Steve Howie. Um, I love that movie very much. I don't know this Steve Howie guy because I don't watch Shameless, but I don't know. Like, I'm down at least to check it out. What do you think? I I I'll just go with what you said. I'm down to check it out. But I don't I don't know if you'll ever re- replace the what that what that movie does for me <laughs> in general yeah. and where it sits in like my my James Cameron and Schwarzenegger zeitgeist, you know, yeah. I mean, that's that's what true lies is to me. You can go and make a MacGyver show. You can go and make whatever TV show you want, but you're not going to really get that nostalgia and the, that original feeling. But hey maybe it'll be a fun show so i can't one thing you're right one thing i didn't know until just now um it's gonna be on cbs (laughs) that sounds just like macgyver and or hawaii 50 or right so i mean cbs to me uh is for older people honestly Mm -hmm. in my opinion and yeah maybe it will be decent but i don't really care (laughs) Older people and Star Trek fans. <laughs> yeah, right? So, we'll see. Uh, Picard picked up for season three. That's a no-brainer, other than the fact that it got picked up before season two is even aired. Because that's yeah. to like January or February. But, you know, uh, John Luke, Patrick Stewart isn't getting any younger. So, if he's doing it, just keep going. <laughs> that's that's a thing. Like, I want, I'm watching Picard season one. I'm like, man, this... Did you finish? Old. Not yet. Oh my! Not God. yet. We uh, we will. We're gonna. I'm gonna make her do it because I just, I just. Yeah. I just... Screw Avatar. What the hell? No. Screw you, man. <laughs> no. 
The card no, no. is. <laughs> Oh my gosh! No, no. Um, actually, I, I I shot myself in the foot by turning Deep Space Nine on. So, um, <laughs> yep, that's a yeah, that's it. That's uh, that's it. But no, I we are gonna do that. We're gonna go watch this. We're gonna finish Discovery, um, because Paramount Plus is turned back out of my house. That's it. Okay, perfect. Um, all right. So let's go. A lot of lot of Netflix news. So I'm just gonna kind of run through some of these. Um, Tomb Raider has an anime coming out. Uh, Laura Croft is going to be voiced by Haley Atwell. So it's got that going for it. It's also going to be by Powerhouse, which apparently Netflix owns now. So, yeah, very excited about that. (laughs) Very excited about that. Yeah. Uh, If you didn't hear my reactions, excited for that. Yeah. Uh, If you are a Lock and Key fan, um, it's coming out October 22nd, season two. Season one is a little all over the place to be honest it's good and then it's horrible but the end episode is really good and makes you want to know what's going to happen next which is great that's a good way to end um so it's not as good as the book by any means but it's worth a watch and i'll be there for season two when it premieres i've never read the book so the comics, so you so. might as well just go yeah you just right. get into it um, nothing to judge it on i feel like an asshole because when we went to the last Comic-Con, or maybe the second to the last one, um, Gabriel, what's his name? I want to say Rodriguez, and maybe that's right. But the artist was there, and he was signing like this limited edition book, and I just didn't know enough about it at the time. And then I'm like, oh, gosh, I, if I would have known. Because <laughs> he signed something else for me that he had drawn, and it wasn't that. So... Um, man, now I feel like a real jerk because <laughs> now it's big, you know, after that, right. I was like, holy cow, this is insane. So, um, we didn't anyway. know. No, I didn't. Yeah. And that's it. You didn't, I didn't know at the time. Yeah. Gabriel Rodriguez. I was right. Okay. So anywho, if you're a lock and key fan, that's coming out. Uh, also coming is midnight max, the midnight mass. That's the new Mike Flanagan series that drops this weekend at the time of us recording this on the 20th. Um, not much to say without that. Just it's coming up. Grendel. Do you remember this? I do. (laughs) So the dark horse comic vigilante is ordered for, for Netflix. Uh, we've got showrunner Andrew Dabb and starring, uh, Abu Bakar Ali, who's on, um, Katie Keene. He's going to be the title role. I, you know, this, this assassin in this comic, which I haven't thought about in 30 years. (laughs) Right. That's, I, I, that's, that's exactly the point right there. I, all of a sudden, like. The picture of Grendel is in my feed. I know who Grendel is, and I yes. see it. And then I see the title of the article. I'm like, huh? <laughs> so awesome, because I just the fact that the character was, you know, influential enough to remember uh, to these days and that they're still going back and taking these properties and, and making them a show. So or a movie or whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. whatever, man, those those scripts, those storyboards are out there. Going back for years. Exactly. Exactly. Pick it up. up. (laughs) So, yeah, any of you old school Grendel fan who has a copy of the comic, uh, better go send that to CGC today (laughs) for the show is huge. 
Um, Dig through my stuff. I probably do somewhere. Um, Finally, Gwendolyn Christie joins the Wednesday uh, show, the Tim Burton live action show. I don't know who it doesn't say what her role is, but, um, you know, just another great piece of casting for that show. Really is. I mean, Gwendolyn Christie, we need more of her in all of, you know, acting. So I'm I'm happy to see this. And I really, really want to see a trailer from this show. Yeah, me too, for sure. Um, all right, Shira live action show coming to Amazon. That's a rumor at this point. Um, it's supposed to be an early development from DreamWorks. This is curious because it won't have anything to do with the Princesses of Power on Netflix, but then you also have the other He-Man stuff on Netflix. So just curious as to why it's going to Amazon. Any thoughts on that? This is a second piece of evidence that makes no sense to me is that it wasn't even announced at PowerCon. Really? It was announced the day after on the internet, which makes no sense at all. Hmm. Sega and I did a Crept from the Eternity of PowerCon episode, which you guys can watch on it Crept from the 80s YouTube channel, if you'd like. Uh, head on over there. But that's what we said. If this is If this is a real announcement, and this is really happening, you didn't announce it at the biggest convention for motu there is i right it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense like you said it's on amazon i create an assault here i i not that i don't want it to happen not that i wouldn't support it it just doesn't make sense right right it's uh very very curious um and then finally anthony mackie is supposed to be joining the twisted metal project uh <laughs> Right. unknown what his role is obviously everyone wants sweet tooth to be in there um and sure maybe who knows but the fact that this is even a thing that's happening just shocks me <laughs> like of all the things to adapt uh twisted metal was never one that i thought we would see the light of day on but what do you think of this i you know i think it would be a great idea to adapt something like this in the, in in the light of like fast and furious slash horror Right, something crazy. You could do something great with it, but the fact that it's coming out now is kind of funny. I mean, is this going to be a a PlayStation exclusive like Powers was? You know, oh, like they like, gave. What that do you do? Real fast. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, nothing. Nothing has nothing to do with Anthony Mackie being attached to this project. I love Anthony Mackie, so we'll see. I. If they if they take this to really like a horror route, I I would be in completely. Right, exactly. Um, this is a piece of news. It doesn't fit in with. It's not on the schedule. I just saw this. Apparently, the director of the the Flash movie. Did you see this? I did see it. We didn't talk about it, huh? Yeah, I didn't put it down. Okay, so a red bat suit spray painted with the Flash symbol on it. Yeah. Some people are saying Red Death. Some people just, they could just be done <laughs> and just decided to be funny. You yeah. know what I mean? Any thoughts on this at all? For I, the new Flash movie or just nothing? I am not going to even say the name Red Death because it's not going to happen. I don't think. I don't, it could happen, whatever. But I think it's a lot of fun. It's obviously Michael Keaton's suit, you know, with just spray down with this the flash symbol i don't right i, I don't want to i don't want to bite into it too much okay I thought it was really fair. 
I thought that was pretty <laughs> neat. It's, I would definitely throw that up on social media. It's like, look what they Spark. did officially. You yeah. know, it's just, yeah. it's cool. And I'm so excited for that movie. And I'm really, really hoping we get some some good looks at it at Fandom. That's right. That's right. All right. So let's go over to movie news. Uh, the big piece last week, maybe the week before. I can't remember. Time goes by. Matrix 4. Oh, yeah. uh, we've got that uh, trailer, Matrix Resurrections. What do you what do you think about that? I it just gave me chills the whole time I watched the trailer. I I'm ready. I'm ready for more, more Matrix. I just started watching the movie again the other night. Um, and I still, you know, it's still a good one. It still holds <laughs> up. Right. Exactly. I mean, the other two are are fine. Whatever. They're they're visual spectaculars, uh, but nothing will. I think be like what the matrix did for us uh, as a movie and also just in pop culture. But I, I am very excited to return to this world. And that trailer was amazing. It was well, it was well put together. Uh, a lot of, a lot of really neat shots. I'm really looking forward to them maybe doing some new stuff with cinematography because that's what I kind of expect from a lot of these filmmakers set the new standard. Don't just, mm-hmm. we're not, we're not looking at a run of a mill movie. We're looking at the matrix four. So what did you do this time? You know, well, if anyone's gonna do it, it's them. Um, right. Even in even in Sense Eight, they did right. crazy stuff. It look, I mean, for a a TV show, you're like, oh shit, okay. Um, so yeah, trailer looked great. We'll see how this goes. Um, mm. Rosario Dawson and Owen Wilson joined the Haunted Mansion. Um, not to be confused with the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion. This is just a new Haunted. Oh Mansion. shoot! Really? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't really have much to comment on it other until I see a trailer. But sure, great, good casting. All I'm gonna say is Jungle Cruise. <laughs> if you just if you keep that formula and you make good fun movies, Disney's Disney's got the lock on. I mean, all the, the Disney. I haven't seen. I have not seen Mulan, and I haven't seen Cruella. But I've seen all of the other live action things and they've all been good. I just watched Lion King the other day and I loved it. Even Lady and Tramp is good. I'll tell you that. Oh, I didn't watch that one. Yeah, I didn't. Man. Um, no, I it is good. And I, I'm not I'm also going to be, you know, anxiously uh, awaiting anything from this movie because, you know, I just they're they're spinning on all cylinders. And I think that Disney is just, you know, going to just raise my stock portfolio even more so come on let's do it exactly um so rumor right now is that we're going to get more mortal Kombat. um people forget it brought a lot of viewers to hbo max so whether you liked it or didn't you probably watched it and it brought in more money for them. So it, no reason not to develop it more. It clearly sets up a sequel leading into the inclusion of Johnny Cage for sure. So if they do decide to do this and they are actually working on more, you know, there was just another cartoon that just came out and I didn't even yeah. realize. I was like, oh, shit. What? We didn't even talk about that. <laughs> I haven't even watched any of them. <laughs> I got yeah. to do that. It's just I just keep doing it, man. I mean. It's funny that remember how they pushed the this date forward so that anybody who signed up for the Snyder Cut. Oh, it was smart. Yeah. Yeah. Because now you can actually tell if people signed up for that or not. So I thought that was a really smart move. um, And it it paid off. Is the movie perfect? No. Is the movie fun? Hell yeah. (laughs) It's probably and also the beginning of the movie is like one of the best things I've seen in a long time. So, yeah, I 
I want more from this this world. I think that they set up something really great with this movie, and they could they could take it in in a, a few different directions. So agree. Um, we got Guillermo del Toro's newest movie, Nightmare Alley. Um, did you watch this trailer? I did not. I just learned about it right now on Tele Talk. Oh. So yeah, he shot it in Buffalo, or at least parts of it in Buffalo, which is cool. Oh, cool. Um, during the winter, it looks creepy and uh fun in a creepy way uh, and um you know typical guillermo uh, and plus it's got the love of my life kate blanchin in it and i will watch it so there you awesome. go awesome i'll be checking that trailer out yeah you should looks great and then finally uh lost boys um for a long time we talked about a cw tv show but that looks like it got shut down because of covid they were filming it and then covid happened they shut it down in march so now we've got movement on a tv series or sorry a movie rather um and they've got cast um they've got noah jupe who is in a quiet place and then they've got Jaden martell uh who is the main lead in the it uh movies he was bill so Okay. I don't they're young and I don't know what that means. <laughs> like like they're really I mean they're probably like 15. Yeah. Unless old, I guess it could be the Frog Brothers. How old was Corey Abe? You know yeah, what I mean? Right. How old were the Frog Brothers? It. I guess I'm thinking they, of the of the vampires, but you're right. Yes, they are young. So I guess those guys could be either Frog Brothers or they could be um yeah, maybe one of them's Corey Hame, one of them's a Frog Brother. You know, it's it's just like I remember thinking about how old people are when they're casting these roles, especially back in the eighties and who they got to like when they get adults to play kids and they're Always. definitely not looking like kids, you know, these days it's just, it's the scope has changed a lot, I think too. And it's, it's interesting because we're older and I think it's just the way we look at things as well. So, uh, we're, we're I, for me, I don't want to see another freaking lost boys movie. Honestly, I, we've, We've been down this path a few times. Now, if it's good and they do something fresh and new with it, let's do it. But I don't want to see a I don't want to see a remake. I don't want to see you guys doing going doing Lost Boys and trying to re, redo this the sax guy on the beach scene. I don't give a shit. I I want I want to live in my 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 Lost Boys world that I love so much, and then I want you to bring me something new. Right. Don't tell me a story about David again, please. I I think it's like, and I agree. Uh, you know, it's two parts. Like one, the original Lost Boys is always there. It's never going anywhere. We can always go right back to it. So I don't really give a shit about reboots because it's either going to be good or bad. It doesn't change the original, in my opinion. And the other side of it is that you could do what they did with like fright night which is mm -hmm. literally rear window and then you go and do disturbia which is literally rear window plus fright night or like that new movie i just watched with amy adams which is rear window again um but from a female perspective which is on netflix and i can't remember what the movie is i think it's called like woman in the window or something it was actually really good uh you should watch that so like just dress it up differently and call it something else even if it is a copy <laughs> like yeah no i you're right about Especially about Fright Night, that remake is is definitely one of the best things that's happened to a remake. Um, or even in the terms Friday of remaking. the 13th was good. The, that was good. Uh, Texas Chainsaw, I love way more than the original. I think that re remake is superior. Um, right. But you're talking about originals that are 
are arguably not good as well. You know, some people love those. There's some right. people who die on the cross of Leatherface, right. and, and like that's him. Yeah. And they hate the Lost Boys, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we're gonna get it no matter what. Yeah. But we've been down this road with with sequels and and more. So please, if you're gonna remake something, remake it well, especially this this series. Because we deserve it at this point, honestly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. We're going to jump to commercial, and then we'll be back with the rest of the show. Need more context on your favorite movie? Is Obama. Obama. As okay. Senator Obama. Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is, Perfect this is quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. Hey, come take a seat at the campfire. You're not the only one who joins. I've got friends that come over sometimes, too. We talk about a ton of interesting things from geek culture. Then we cover some conspiracies or philosophical thoughts or monsters. You know, we talked about Bigfoot in one episode. It's a lot of fun, so come join me at the Campfire Chats, a DFAT entertainment podcast hosted on Spotify and other fine places you find podcasts. We are back, and let's talk gaming. Uh, So I think more and more we're seeing board games and RPGs just kind of bleed their way into into this, you know, this used to be just solid video games we would talk about, but now it's it's more. And Mondo has an awesome The Thing, the John Carpenter classic movie, the uh the board game. It's up for pre-order right now. You know, I I love all, all the, that Mondo does so many different things uh and that they're just continuing to do so. Uh this is called The Thing. Infection at Outpost 31, the board game. It's $60, and it looks like it's just a rundown of the original movie, and you experienced that firsthand. Yeah. Um, you know, Thing is one of the greatest horror movies of all time, hands mm-hmm. down, and to play through that sounds fun. Sure, why not? Absolutely. <laughs> and, and Mondo's got it, so... Uh, you know, 60 bucks is a bit heavy at the same time. Like, that's kind of standard for where we are with these kind of games. Um, maybe even cheaper. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it looks good. That's the key. Cheaper. A lot of these board games are getting up hundreds hundreds of dollars for board games. So it is. I'm yeah. always pleasantly surprised to buy something at $60. I bought that D&D board game with 40 miniatures for $50. You know, so... It's amazing when I see these games for like two hundred dollars on Kickstarter. I'm like, oh, am I even gonna play that more than once? I don't know. So, right. D and D will be having a a new Dragonlance uh, campaign coming out soon. Uh, we were just talking about that actually, weren't we? It's about the Fizz, the Fizzwits, whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's this is really cool uh, because this is gonna be compatible. Uh, it's gonna be called. They just they just launched a website. Uh, called Sky Raiders of Aberax. There's a new campaign setting compatible with 5th edition. Uh, the setting seems themed around flying ships and a pirate theme, and we'll be using the Living Tome system uh, to bring the whole thing to life. So uh, Kickstarter will launch later this fall, and uh, potential backers and fans can sign up right now to keep uh, current with all the announcements. Yeah, I, this will make this will make a lot of money. 
Yes. <laughs> it's amazing what they what they make. Yeah, exactly. It's bonkers. Okay, cool. Exactly. Uh, and then a little bit, just one note of video game news here. A new Wipeout is coming, and I can't get this link to open. What do you, what do you know about this game? I just, <laughs> you know, I oh, wow, they made it private. So maybe they weren't supposed to announce it because it never, it seems like it didn't really? get official. Okay. You know, it just like all of a sudden, um, I'm just going to, yeah, I'll just take it out of that but anyway if you remember wipe out from back in the day from oh i do station um fun racing futuristic games so um apparently they're making a new one but they don't want to show it yet because they didn't because the link is broken <laughs> well now that we've revealed news that we shouldn't have for the day um when's the new f-zero coming out <laughs> i know i've been waiting my entire life to hear that yeah Exactly. But um hey Casey, what what time is it? It's pursuit of plastic time. All right, toy enthusiasts and action figure hunters out there. This is a pursuit of plastic. First up, we've been talking about these Jaws figures. And they've been going through kind of development hell, honestly, from licensing issues and whatnot. So if you're a collector of NECA's, I, I think they're like eight inch scale. They're, the they're slightly figures. larger. Yeah. 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 They're meant to be kind of like uh, Mego uh, in that in that light of things, but much more articulated accessories a la NECA. So finally, we're getting the Matt Hooper uh, figure based on Richard Dreyfus, uh, the likes of him. So this is a great looking figure and this we can only we can only hope that, you know, we'll get the rest uh, with Quentin Brody. And uh, because the Brody figure was that was the one that was canceled uh, due to licensing uh, conflicts. But right. What about the the shark at that scale? When's that? <laughs> when's, Bruce, when's Bruce coming? <laughs> it's happening. I would I would not be surprised if it comes out, to be quite honest with you. That would be that would be very exciting. That would be probably the scale I want want to buy it in. I actually have the reaction figures for this and a shark. That's a nice. that's a decent size uh, collectible. So I think I'll stick at that. But anyways, uh, next up, Loot Crate, also a NECA property. Now uh, they've been doing a lot of uh, the new Ninja Turtle crates, and so this is where you can get your hands on very very exclusive NECA Ninja Turtle figures, including the Bat Turtle. Uh, which was teased this week, the Batman Ninja Turtle crossover that you've always wanted. That I believe that they did when they when they the TMT DC figures. Anyways, it's ridiculous, uh, just ridiculous. I love it. It's Donatello, right? I think so. Yeah, I think, I think so. so. It's just like, well, he's the detective in most ways. So yeah, it's just that's just crazy. I saw that and I was just really shocked. So good for them. <laughs> Yeah, I think the other one that they did, I think it was DC, you know, DC Collectibles, the one, I think it was Michelangelo as, mm. as Batman, yeah. uh, which was a special figure. So that would be neat to have both and kind of just have, you know, the Dark Knight Turtle <laughs> or Bat Turtle, right. whatever you want to have. Uh, next up, Mezco has been teasing their 18-inch Godzilla for a while. The pre-order went up last week. I This is Mammoth. This is a mammoth Godzilla figure. Yeah, this is um, because didn't NECA have this? 
or maybe they still do. They um, do. They have the rights to Godzilla. It's very cool, like moving, all that kind of stuff. It's also got a heck of a price point with 450 bucks. So that's a little... If you have the money and you're a Godzilla fan, I guess this is the one to get. Yeah, it has light-up functions and also uh, his roar. So that's that's oh. cool. I mean, if you want... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want, if you want the King of Monsters on your shelf in this scale, this is the time to do it, guys. The pre-order is still up on Mesco, uh, so check it out. Check it out. That's it. Uh, next up, we're going to talk a little bit about PowerCon. Uh, the exclu- what was revealed there. I'm not going to go too deep into it. If you want to watch a more comprehensive, we're going to put a link in for that. Right. Yeah. Please check out Craft from Eternia. Chris Seaver and I, uh, and Casey sometimes as well, we we talk He-Man and, and all Motu stuff. Uh, so check it out. Chris and I just talked about, as I mentioned earlier on the show, about the reveals at PowerCon. But the thing for me here, um, and I love it, uh, is the Sunman figure. Uh, they're bringing back this classic, this classic toy that was introduced back in the day. They're bringing it to the Origins line. It's fully, it's a fully diverse line that's going to be coming out with with representation of 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 heroes of you know of different colors and i think that was really what this this whole campaign was about the yeah. mother and her son and i loved watching that and i loved that loved getting my hands on that exclusive figure uh on Maddie creations but there are more coming in the, in the spring of the full line uh so very cool do you do you remember sun man i don't at all no, not at all. And when I saw it, I was like, uh, <laughs> what is this thing? Um, but hey, some people do. Um, it was it was snatched up pretty big, pretty fast. So that's awesome. Yeah, that sold out in minutes. So, yeah. guys, if you if you missed it and you want to be a part of it, don't worry. The whole the whole series is coming out in the spring. So, yeah, including more origins, more revelation, Masterverse <sighs> figures and more. It's just. PowerCon, Mattel, uh, it was a really big, it was a nice show. Mondo. I'll get to that in a second. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's all right. But the Mattel stuff they showed, the they said the, the line has been so popular that don't worry, there's more coming. So okay. look forward to that. Uh, but as you mentioned, oh, God, Mondo. Mondo, who, who wants me to keep buying their figures, raising the pricing, <laughs> giving us less accessories, but then they drop a giant battle cat in my lap. It's just like... Yeah. Oh. yeah, I don't know where they draw the line anymore because, like I just said, it's <laughs> it's tough for me to spend hot toy prices on these yeah. figures when they're like they were ninety dollars cheaper and came with more stuff a year ago. Right. So right. Uh, what is that price point in the Battle Cat? I read three hundreds and then I laughed. I was like, no way, no yeah. way. It's hundreds. Yeah, it's bonkers. Is what it is. It is. Uh, they also teased She-Ra coming. Uh, that that was teased previously, but we know now that the pre-order for that will be in the in the spring. Yeah, uh, and then there's some other stuff coming. But those were the two main things from Mondo that caught my eye. Um, when you see the He-Man on that Battle Cat, it's crazy. It, oh, it's, it's huge. It's bonkers. It's massive. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so, like we've been saying, Motu is alive and well, and there are a ton of collectibles out there, toy hunters. So get out, get out there. Get some nostalgia. Um, last up, <laughs> I, I, McFarlane. I, I swear, every every time we do a show, there's something new announced. And Seriously, it's, it's almost like mind blowing because this, the fact that he continues to do series of comics that are not only 
adult oriented with Black Label and the Three Jokers, which were just announced. So I'm going to get to it in a second. The fact that he's been keeping up on all these new storylines, and I've mentioned this before, not just going back and doing the classic looks, though he is, yeah. he's paying attention to what's popular now and yep. what people are buying. And that's awesome. And the announcement of Three Jokers blew my mind because it's 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 a six series figure it's a six figure series or yep. wave or however he's gonna release it and they all look great. I mean the Batgirl is definitely a repaint and I would skip it. But the rest That was the only yeah, that was the only one I was like, oh, all right. Well I already have that Batgirl, so whatever. Right. <laughs> but that red hood is sick. Red, sick. <laughs> those three jo- those three jokers are solid. Yep. And that Batman is one of the best looking Batman figures we've ever gotten. Yeah. And I mean at that price point. This is this is why I get pissed. This is why I get so <laughs> pissed off because McFarlane is still selling the figures at nineteen ninety nine to twenty four ninety nine. Yeah. And here Mattel is raising origin figures to eighteen ninety nine. I don't know what world we live in. A shitty one when it comes <laughs> to collecting sometimes. Yeah. That's really I didn't know they were raising them to eighteen dollars. It's crazy. Six dollar price price change. That's that's gouging. Like 50 cents, a dollar? Sure. Okay, that's the price of, you know, whatever. But, ooh, okay. Yeah, Ouch. it does, made no sense to me. Just they, they showed the new wave, the prices were up, and then the prices were up on the old figures as well. And I just shook my head. <laughs> See, this, these are fun. This is, a fun, this is a fun series, but it's not a, it's not a great made series. And, it, you know, it's just, is the plastic worth that much money? When no. Tom McFarlane is doing alchemy and magic over here. You know? So <laughs> I don't know. I, I digress. <laughs> oh, gosh. Chris, where can you find us? On we that are all quote? over the internets. <laughs> We're all over the internet. Uh, the, the, original, the original website, you all should be checking out. Don't forget to towel.com. And then now the new, the new wave of the future, DFAT Entertainment, uh, where you can get all of your podcast needs, all the genres out there. Uh, no, guys, check it out. A lot of great shows on there. Having a lot of fun this last year. So that's it. Um, and don't forget to please help fund In Fairy uh, issues one and two. If you can't, if you don't have any money, and that's totally fine. A share is also awesome and very much appreciated. And um, yeah, so this is Casey saying, go read some comics. And this is Chris saying, don't forget a towel.